Hey, welcome to the Life Edit, bringing order to your everyday chaos. I'm Tabitha Perry, former social worker and now life coach that breaks big problems down into simple, actionable steps so you become more intentional and productive in life. Let's get started. Hey there. Okay, last week we established the three reasons why we want godly character, but how do we actually do that, right? It sounds great in theory, but I'm not just about living in a theory. I wanna help equip you with practical advice so you can start developing godly character right now. My desire for you is to have a clear, simple plan on how you're gonna develop your character today with those small little edits. So if you want, take out a pen and paper or pull up your notes app so you can write out your thoughts. My job as a life coach is to help you think about your thinking and the best way to do that is to write out your thoughts and physically see them. This makes your brain look at the thought in a new way. And now I am assuming most of you are multitasking while listening to this like I do when I listen to podcasts and you're probably not going to write anything out. So that's totally fine. Just envision a notepad in your mind and that you're going to take those thoughts on paper there. So let's do this. The first thing I want you to think about are the three positive words that describe who you are. Now you're probably thinking, we're talking about godly character, Tabitha, what does this have to do with anything? Well, you are unique and God made you just the way that you are for a very specific reason. And you need to tap into what that is. You need to take the time to figure that out. What are you really good at? What gets you fired up? If you're having a hard time choosing words to describe yourself, think about how maybe others would describe you. Now, I also want you to get curious about how you're feeling about this activity. Are you annoyed? (laughs) Are you frustrated, excited? There's no right or wrong words to choose to describe yourself, and there's definitely no right or wrong way to feel about having to describe yourself. So just remain curious. When you stay curious, it's harder to be judgmental, and this can be hard if it's been a while since you've thought about how to describe yourself. But remember, we get to choose our heart. It's hard thinking in new ways, but it's also hard not knowing who we are too. The only way we know who we are is if we give it time and attention and remember whose we are. Knowing what you think about yourself is second only to knowing God's character. It is very important that we are aware of who we are and what we think about ourselves. We need to know what we're working with in order to develop it. A mechanic is aware of the exact car he's working on as he's tuning it up, right? A doctor is aware of the exact diagnosis when deciding on treatments. And a recent quote that I really latched on to lately is, you can't monitor what you don't measure. It's our responsibility to monitor who we've become and identify if it's aligned with godly character. Keep the three characteristics you chose for yourself in mind as we go through the four main ways we develop godly character. It'll help make this experience more unique to you. So the first way to develop godly character is to be true to yourself. Thankfully right now, being authentic and real is in. The interesting thing about being true to ourselves is that we must first consider what version of ourselves we are being true to. Are we being true to the healthiest and holiest version of ourselves or to the most comfortable and convenient version? The world can be loud and convince us our true self is guided by feelings and emotions. And the challenge with this is that our emotions change so quickly that the mark will constantly move and change. And this is frustrating and defeating. Thankfully, there is a biblical way to live true to yourself and it's a two-step process. 
The first step is acknowledging your shortcomings, and the second is focus on the maturing process of becoming more godly. This is how to be true to yourself, guys. Here's the thing we need to be careful of, though. We can get stuck on focusing on our shortcomings, but that's only the first part. We must work through that and lean into our hope and challenge ourselves to mature. Just as many of us are developing our children, we must continue to develop ourselves. We are never too old, too wise, or too together to stop growing and evolving. We need to practice what we preach. So here are three practical ways to be true to yourself. The first is monitor your input. The world is so noisy and the repetitive messages can convince us of things that aren't true, but there's lots of good things out there too. So find those and make sure there's more good going in than bad. The second way is to surround yourself with positive people. We're the average of the five people we spend the most time with. So do the people that you spend time with encourage you and cheer you on, or do they constantly need things and drain you of energy? Take an audit of those people. When I was a stay-at-home mom, I realized that I was spending most of my time with toddlers and teen moms that I was mentoring. Now, these are both great, but I realized I didn't have anyone pouring into me. I was exhausted from pouring into everybody else. So I started going on friend dates and finding women that inspired me. I took that initiative. And to get to that point, I had to be honest with myself that I needed friendships that were equal where I was getting poured into just as much as I was pouring into them. When you audit your people, are there equal amounts of people that pour into you and that you pour into? Take some time to reflect on your people. And the third step of how to be true to yourself is to follow through on your word to yourself. This is fundamental. Having integrity and doing the thing you said you'd do when nobody else sees it is the ultimate level of integrity. This demonstrates respect, respect for yourself, that your thoughts, your feelings, and your desires matter. When you respect yourself, you're better able to respect others. Out of the three practical ways I just mentioned, decide on one that you're gonna do today. So the first one was monitor your input, like what are you listening to? What are you looking at often? The second is surround yourself with positive people. Who do you spend the most time with? Keep in mind that we're the average of those five people. And the third is follow through on your word to yourself. And this means doing what you say you're going to do. Okay, that was kind of a lot. And that's just the first way to develop godly character. So now let's talk about the second way to develop godly character, which is to practice because it produces progress. You wouldn't expect to take one voice lesson and sing like Beyonce or take one design class and create like Joanna Gaines. In the same way, we don't just say one prayer or make one good choice or think one kind thought to develop godly character and then all of a sudden have it mastered. While we all would love to pray that magical prayer and poof, have godly character, it is through time, trials, and making consistent choices that character is formed. Character happens when we make a thousand small intentional choices that require hard work to do something that doesn't come naturally. And then on the thousandth and first time, when it really matters, we automatically react the way we've been treating for. And those reactions are based in our heart that have been formed more closely to God's. In that moment, it may seem as though it just happens. However, reflection tells us that it is actually the result of consistent previous choices we made when no one was looking. Character doesn't just happen. It is a result of steady choices over time so that when the opportunity presents itself, we respond with godly character because the inside eventually sneaks to the outside. 
Godly character is something that will then naturally pour out of us. If you're anything like me, I need accountability to do hard things. So this is a great opportunity to consider getting a mentor, coach, or group of friends that are wanting to work towards that same goal of developing godly character. Here's your challenge on this step. Think of someone you want to have help you develop your character and text them your idea to see if they'd be your accountability partner. The third way to develop godly character is to regularly renew your mind. The choices that we make are the fruit of what we think and believe. The things we think will eventually be made evident in the words we speak. The reality is that the surprising words that fly out of our mouth are evidence of our thought life. Our thoughts affect our emotions and our emotions affect our behaviors. It all starts in our mind. We cannot be passive about our thought life. In Romans 12 2, it says, do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what is the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. Here's the bite-sized version. In order to be different in the world, we have to start with our minds. Godly character is not just avoiding worldly behaviors. You can avoid a lot of worldly behaviors and still not be transformed on the inside. You can attend church your entire life and be good and still not be transformed. Renewing our minds requires us to intentionally work on changing the way that we think and what we believe. It is not a passive activity that just happens. We have to be purposeful about this process. Curious of what you're thinking is of godly character? Check out Philippians 4.8 and run the thoughts through this verse. You can even use this verse to help guide you with what you're spending time listening to and watching. Alright, so the fourth way to develop godly character is to remain in God. In John 15, it says, remain in me and I will remain in you. We can't develop godly character without God being part of the process. Check in with him, spend quiet time praying and listen to him. Godly character matters. It's more than just a personal choice of whether or not you mature. It is the evidence of your sincere faith. It produces hope in ourselves and others, and it draws believers to Jesus. It is important for life on this earth, as well as your inevitable interaction with God we will have someday. We want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. God is filled with grace and wants to extend his mercy. You have an opportunity today to mature your character. You can do this by being honest and true to yourself, practicing and creating healthy habits, regularly renewing your mind, and of course, remaining in him. God will never leave you stuck, but you also have to do the work. God loves you and will always be available to you. We are not weak. We are not helpless. Although we may be tired, God offers to give us rest. Receive it and take action. Being a Christian isn't passive. It isn't an act. Reflect and then take action. The enemy is going to tell you lies like, you have a lot going on and don't need to think about this, or you're being selfish for focusing on developing yourself, or you're totally fine. You don't do anything really bad anyways. But I guarantee you that if you go to war on developing godly character, all those lies will quiet in your mind because God's voice of truth will overpower them. His truth that you are a bold, strong, and courageous child of God. God made you with the potential for unshakable character for such a time as this. Now let's review the four main ways that we develop godly character. The first way is that we need to be true to ourselves. The second is that we need to practice because it produces progress. 
The third way we develop godly character is to regularly renew our minds. And the fourth way is to remain in Him, remain in God. I encourage you to reflect on those three positive words you picked to describe yourself at the beginning of this and consider that God created you that way for a reason. Keep making those small edits in life to develop godly character and create order so you step into your God-given potential. Until next time, bye!